0: And tell them that I sent you and that you have it for me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. For Park Drifter, also known as Graveyard Shift. Well, as for the title change, we all know the reason why, I mean... Stephen King has a movie called Graveyard Shift And this movie is also called Graveyard Shift So it's pretty obvious why they changed the title, right? But besides that, um, I like this movie it's a, I remember growing up with this movie on HBO Part 1, I also got Part 2 on VHS Which I'll be reviewing soon And um, it's pretty much like it's a modern day vampire movie And it's not like one of those typical modern day vampire movies where You with people's neck off in a heartbeat you know, which is nothing wrong with that by the way, you know. I love the blood and vampire movies like Ned Dark, for example, or uh, Modern Vampires, which is another title of John Carpenter Vampire trilogy is also good. But um this this vampire, the lead hit character, he's like the passionate, classy, good looking vampire guy, of course, buying all these beautiful women and they become vampires and of course they have no control over then vampirism, the female, so they be cutting up guys, drinking their blood, you know. Um, then the male vampire falls in love with this producer chick, you know, a lady. I think, yeah, she's a producer. And um, he's wooing her, you know. Um, then you got this big, big, mini cheesy battle scene at the end of it. All in all, the point is, I like this mo- vampire movie. Graveyard Shift Part 2, The Understudy okay um this vampire movie unlike the first one which I enjoyed the first one more part two to me it was good depending on how you as the audience will take it I um, really this movie does not have a lot of vampire action going on I um, mean you got your vampire moments you know and at the end of course you got your vampire action scenes at the ending part of it and you got about probably like about mm, three three death scenes in this movie um, it's not really gory, you know, minus the cheap flying the head effect Then, but um, it's kind of like, it's a typical, classic vampire movie, and this time you got our vampire lead taking possession of a female actress, and he forced the actress to kill some b- body so he could take over the flesh, but the actress told the vampire take her instead, meaning the vampire is taking over her body, so it's like they switch, you know, from vampire, to the female actress you know transgender time <laughs> you know but um i like this movie speaking for me it's small it's, it's i like the nice story to it and it's kind of like horror romantic hey if you like those old school classic vampire movies how they do it back then i think you will like this one also but just remember there's not a lot of vampire action going on on this one but it, it is a nice movie to me today we talk about a really good movie and this is a movie that I, one of those movies I always say that I really didn't want to talk about a long time ago just never had a chance to talk about it at that time when I started the YouTube thing when I was doing the video blog but let me tell you how I come across this movie um, back in New York City there's a place called JNR Music World which is still around and um, there was I was buying anime at the time and this was during the video cassette craze. And um, I know there was one video cassette movie on the Japanese section next to the anime's. It was called Lady Snowblood. It was also a long run from Cub also. But Lady Snowblood, when I saw the video cassette cover for it, and I actually had one or two by the way, I looked at this video cassette cover I was like, Yo, this is badass. There was something about the name Lady Snowblood. It was just badass. And I looked at it and I read the description of the box. It was pretty much a revenge story. And I really wanted to buy the video cassette of it instead of the anime, and I was like, the anime. I don't know what anime I was buying. If I was buying like any kind of anime that came out at the time, but at that time I saw this live action of *Lace No Blood*, and I really wanted to buy that instead of the anime, like I said. But the problem is the video cassette was like sixty-four dollars. It was expensive. I was like, shit. And the part two was a little bit cheaper. It was like forty-three dollars, I think. But either way. I decided to go back, ask for some more money, you know, mom and dad, get all some money. <laughs> and, um, I went back to JR and I actually was gonna buy the because I guess what, it was sold out. So I was like, shit, I never had a chance to watch this movie for late. Snow blood. Snowblood. Um many years passed by and I came across a DVD shop that was selling it. You know what I mean guys. You from New York? You know what Harlem and shit, you know what I'm talking about. But let me just say that I had um, Lady Snowblood one and, 1 and 2, and I finally get to see it. Now, many years passed. I guess what? Well, I guess finally video it for the first time here. Um, of course, to the younger generation that would know about Lady Snowblood now, they're going to know it by Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill, which was like the main basis of the movie. It was pretty much based on the Lady Snowblood movie, but he just changed the story around and the style of it but you can just tell the similarities between Lady Snowblood and Kill Bill which Chris, we could tell Quentin was the fan of, but before that he's just another guy idolizing it just like the rest of the rest us that like this movie, Lady Snowblood but let's get to the point of it. It's pretty much about a revenge movie about this old woman who got pregnant in the prison, had a prison had a baby girl instead of a boy and she asked the female, one of the female inmates that was taking care of her, you know, pretty much got it, telling her the story about why she want this child to take revenge for her. About a flashback scene when an older woman and her husband and her little son was going to a village. Her husband was pretty much like a substitute school teacher, I think. And the, the son and the husband got murdered. The um, wife of the husband got disrespected by the four gangs like by the four group of guys I mean three group of guys and one woman that disrespected her you know what I'm saying and she had a story when she was taken by one of the gang members that she had to, had to listen to him, she wait for a time to kill the guy and then she was arrested and that's when she gave both she just she slept with a lot of print, like a lot of security guards you know because she wanted a boy but said she gotta a go and pretty much that's the birth of Lady snowblood of her character, the baby lady, she started growing up, but she was alone by a priest, how to become a sword fighter, you know, and then her mission was pretty much the story that she was told when she was a little girl that, hey, you're a child of vengeance, you're, you're the devil, pretty much, and she's on a quest to find, to continue her mother's revenge by finding the other members of the gangs to kill, you know, to venge her mom, and each of these gang members End up having new life, you know. One is like still a criminal, one is like he's a gambler, one one of the, one of the other is actually a female, who's pretty much like a crime lord bitch, and the the last guy is pretty much like a politician, you know. Um, Lady Snowball starts killing them, you know, and killing all the people that like, stands in her way, and also to get to the last part when pretty much with the help of the last the fourth. I wanna move if anybody not seen the movie I don't wanna ruin it too much. But there was a scene where a paper publisher guy is helping Lady Snowblood to pub publish a newspaper article about her life, about why she's doing this and whoever reads the newspaper, one of the the members American finally come out of the open trying to trying to get trying to fa- kill the person before she becomes killed, which is the woman finally steps up. And Lace No Blood finally found, finally found the the one well, of the gang members, the female one, the enemy one. She goes after her, and let's just say she, she ended up hanging herself. But it was more story to, to that, you know, about who she didn't really hang herself. The woman, the older woman, that um the villain, the villainess was actually killed by another gang member from that group. And cause when you get to the end there with the part. When, she, when Lady Snowblood go for the last guy, it's going to tell a more story about who the paper publisher guy really is, and and how Lady Snowblood comes across going after the last guy. Um, I don't want to ruin too much. Like I said, everybody did not see this movie. This is a really good movie. Really enjoyable movie. Very old movie, by the way, of course. But um, Lady Snowblood is an awesome samurai movie. Blood, you know this class of samurai blood, revenge, good story, um. I actually finally read the Japanese comic book just now before I talked about this video blogging story for the very first time, reviewing it wise. that, mean, so anyway, anyway if anybody didn't see snow Snowblood, go check it out. And also, there's a Lee Snowblood part 2, so which I'll be talking about next, so be on the lookout. Also, well, it was me, DVD Movie Buffer, and as I promised you, 1 out of 8. Lemon Popsicle 1, just got done watching it. It's been a long time I've seen this movie. Um, the first time I met it was in a Japanese video store that I joined, and I rented up to four Lemon Popsicle, but I didn't see the full eight, so this will be my first time seeing the whole eight, but let's talk about Lemon Popsicle 1, classic as usual. I remember renting this, and um, even though the ending for this movie was sad for the first part for Lemon Popsicle 1, it was a good movie, but like I said, it's about three friends, going through hijinks, hooking up with girls. Pretty much that's what the whole movie's about, but you know, it has a storyline to it, drama. You know, when one guy likes this girl, but then his the best friend ends up getting with the girl. And she got into issues, and then a lot of drama starts. But the soundtrack's good. Um, Only that surprised me about this movie, when I finally realized about this movie, that it was done in Israel. So I never think Israel would have that style of movie making. You know, it has nudity also in it, so I'll just let you guys know. You know, um it's pretty it was a racy <laughs> racy um series, franchise I would say, yeah, it's a franchise. Um like I said before Porkys before American Pie, it came out in Popscope, so check it out. Let me see Popscope part one. i I'm working on part two next and hopefully three by today and maybe the rest of the eight. But we'll see what happens. This is me DVD movie buffer and I'll be reviewing Lemon Popsicle 2 Going Steady and this time same well same as always the guys are in hijinks causing trouble as usual But it's this time without the sad ending from part one the happy ending from part two so I'm glad the guy got his heart broken this time <laughs> anyway, um, sorry for that. Um, this time the, the guy, the lead character, has a girlfriend now, and the best friend trying to cheat, but let's just say he didn't make it far enough. I don't want to really talk too much, it'll just be like a spoiler, but Go instead, is the title for part two, and it doesn't live up to the title for this movie, so trust me, and um you'll see one of my favorite scenes from the movie from the clip before the review, I mean, the review before the clip, I mean, pfft, the clip after my review, I mean, before my review, excuse me, with the ice scene, which is real funny, by the way, <laughs> you know, and, um, there was a scene when um, the best friend, which he thought he cheated on his girl, but he had a lot of explaining to, to do to explain that he didn't cheat on her, and, um, to patch things up with his his main girlfriend, so pretty much that's what the story is about this time. And of course, of course, like I said before, many many of the comical hijinks. Um, i was hoping this review is kind of short, but pretty much that's what the concept is. There was only like one or two main plot lines in, in this series right now. Hey guys, what's up? Today we talk about League, Snowblood 2, um, Love Sort of Vengeance, I think. Hope I to the tell right this time. Um, this one, this Lady Snowblood was enjoyable, but it was not, to me, honestly, it was not better as the very first Lady Snowblood. It was constantly blood splattering, and you could feel the pain of this woman. Like, you could follow this lady along, you know, as she goes for her tales of revenge. Now, in part two, you have your blood splatter moments, but not as much as the very first one. Um, even when she cut, kills her victims with a sword, you really don't see blood coming out with these characters, you know? But it's kind of weird. I mean, some of them do, like some of the bloods. You some of them you have the blood scenes with them. You even got your eye stabbing scene, which is a little bit gore. But besides that, it's not as as much of an impact as the first one. But either way, it was enjoyable to follow along with this character. Uh, this time, Lady Snowblood is being chased by police officials and bounty hunters. She's cutting them down. You know what I'm saying? Being kicking the ass. She got caught by the cops, ready to be execution. Executionized, and then she was saved by this government. This uh, another government official. Uh, he said his team to save her, and this g- g- po- government official guy wanted to hire her to go to this uh, other politician house to go undercover as a maid, try to take this letter from him. You know, and the letter was pretty much to. It was a letter to actually stop the government, to overthrow the government, which probably would start a riot. Or, you know what I'm saying, but um while the guy knew who Lady Snowblood was, he's explained to her what the situation is, and Lady Snowblood was signed with the guy that she was supposed to steal the letter from. She signed to help him out, and the government official picked up on her and him. They captured him, Lady Snowblood got away with the letter, um, she, she got shot by the gun, and landed on the, one of the slums in Tokyo. A, a doctor from the slums took care of her, you know, while the other f- official politician, excuse me, that she was supposed to um, help him out and ended up being tortured by the guy, tortured by the police force and he was thrown into the gutter they ejected him with the plague virus and he started dying the politician wife wanted to go for revenge for him and she ended up dying from the secret police, it killed her also um, Lady Snowblood goes to the headquarters. they start killing the police officials and stuff and while the po- politician, the leader of the government the politi- politician hired Lee Snowblood to go undercover that betrayed her and betrayed you know, that was gonna stop her and stuff and ended up going to the village to burn down the village trying to get the letter and they never got the letter. Lee Snowblood goes to the village and he realized the village was burned down but the doctor did survive and she saved him and then why is it become a real fucking movie? somebody always listens to my video blog talk. I don't fucking get it. I'm sorry guys, you know, it's one of those things and you know you like your privacy. Anyway, fast forward to the pace. She and the doctor pretty much go by like like the ho- like the government house where they killed like the I think the official and the political official that hired ladies and noble and start killing all the bodyguards. Killed the official, killed the politician, and, um, the doctor died while protecting Lady Snowblood, and she finally killed the last guy, the main villain, in the movie. Um, although this movie was enjoyable, by the way, not, but honestly, at the to say not as bad as the first movie, to be honest with you, because of the impact factor. I felt like this one was, was alright, but I didn't really feel like an impact, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that because of the source splattered, that I missed that blood splash scene so much as you see from the first Lady Snowblood. But it's not like a knockout punch for me, to be honest with you. But it was alright to watch. So, anyways, check out Lady Snowblood 2 um, Love Song of Vengeance. Anyway, peace guys. And see you later.